And sometimes I'll be honest, sometimes I look at some people and I'm like, how the fuck did this bitch find love? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Palm Wine Central. You know, I'm already host, man. Uncle AK, you know what I'm saying? I'm with me. The other host, I got Tayo in the building, man. What's good with you? Man, another week. Bless getting these workouts in. I hope everyone's doing well and ready to get it in for this next session. Man, one walk out you went I did today. Now you want to come and flex on the girl. On, 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 <laughs> Daya always has to keep the people. You, you, you know, you know. Um, just did a couple of legs, some arm workouts. So, uh, just trying to prep. You know, I'm going to be traveling soon, so I might not be available in a future podcast. But got to get my body ready. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I hear you, doubt. Do yes, your sir. thing, man. Do your thing, man. Hey, but but Lord in the house, what's good with you, man? Same, same, same old shit. Just a different day. Mine's can't complain. Life is good. I'm alive. Happy to be here. What's happening, yes, y'all? Yes, so please, please, please. Why inspire the feet, man? Please tell us. <laughs> Suke and Siriki. <laughs> Nothing. What do you mean? I'm just I'm asking crib, that guy. Man. You came on, man. It's like, you know, the are those Cartier glasses, man? Cartier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking that guy. More like Cardi Nah. <laughs> But anyways, man, they look dope, man. Hey, I wear, I wear what I like. You wear sir, what you like. That's what's up. You're H and M. Anyways, yes, T- sir, that's how it works. Yeah, man. I like it. I shop there too. You know, every day or day yeah, or day. Yeah, anyways, T, what's good with you, man? I'm good. Um, it's been a long week, but we're here. Another session. You know, let's serve the people, like Shifty said. <laughs> yes, yeah, so. Venus, what's good with you, Marjorie? Hello, 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 hello. We are well. Life Yo. has been um quite nice to us lately. I don't know about that, though. Some people are mourning someplace right now in Memphis, so I don't think life is nice. No, I said to me, to me, to oh, me. Oh, okay, okay, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Not sorry. to the world. There's always issues going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's been quite nice lately. That's what's up, man. Keep it that way. But anyways, man, listen, this episode is sponsored by SITM Podcast. Go follow them on all social platforms, you know what I mean? Um, SITM Podcast, you know, all social platforms um, and all streaming platforms as well. And also follow us and subscribe to our streaming platforms at PwC Cash and Pamon Central. Yeah, I think social media streaming platforms, one of them, PwC Cast, Power Central. Yeah, you could do that. Anyways, man, Babaz is also joined us, man. What's good with you, mate? What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday. It's good to be back. Yeah, man. You look radiant over there, man. I don't know. Is it your skin, 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 skincare routine, or is it the lighting? I don't, I, I don't understand. It's both. It's a little bit of Jesus, too. Don't forget him. Sprinkle that joy in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. But anyways, man, listen. Tayo, Lord. What's- you guys got some crazy ass topics for us today, man. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna make this work within this ninety minutes, but let's play this soccer, man. Let's go. All right, all right. Uh, we get us get the ball rolling. Um, for the first discussion, we got um, men increase in value within age while women 
depreciate in value within age before marriage. Let's discuss. Sounds like a school essay. Hey, <laughs> listen, listen, when when yo Ty, when we when we were writing that down, man, I was like, I took a deep breath after that one because I'm just like, oh man. I just I can already hear the 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 bars coming out from the ladies just like what do you mean depreciate you treat, you're making it sound like we're 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 some type of car that you take off the lot and boom we just drop in value. <laughs> but, I mean, but there's there's some truth to it though. It's not yeah. it's not because that's how it is or should be. It's just it's societal norms, you know. Women go, you know, we have a biological clock, right? And so part of being a woman and a wife sometimes is childbearing, right? And so the closer you get, you know, the older you get in age, um, the less chances you get of having that. And so when women advance, the general notion is, okay, the guys that think like she might not have kids, she might not, you know. They'll look at a woman at 40 and a woman at. <laughs> That's what yeah. what is wrong with this man? I, I, thought I, I thought I passed out. Anyway. Yo, listen, listen. This is what happens when we give this man too much free time on his why, head. I think why that... are you in front of everybody else? I'm the host. This guy <laughs> put yourself behind. <laughs> For, for all the listeners, we're we're on the Zoom meeting right now. This guy just put all of us in the lecture classroom, and he's literally, <laughs> you know, the whole background is like you're acting like an AI, AI right now. <laughs> Love it. Keep Go going. Ahead. Keep Go going. Ahead. Yeah. I, what I, was oh. <laughs> I was saying right. Um. So a woman at forty and a woman at twenty three, she might have it all together, right? a house, a good job, a career going business and all that. But, you know, they start looking at, oh, she can't have, she may not be able to get kids or like what man wants to marry a woman at 40, you know? So I think societal norms is, has made it that way. But personally, I don't think that women depreciate with age. So to say, I think that for the most part, it's true for some people, women, people get better with age, supposedly, for the most part, you know, but society, it is kind of true. Yes. And I, I feel like you, you hit a point in a sense of, oh, I feel like you hit one point, but there's still many other points that, or why uh, they depreciate in age apart from biological I think for most men, um, once they're ready to settle down and a woman of high age, I think a perception or the way we can look at it at times is that mo um, the most most women at, of a certain high age, they've been exposed already. So I I look in, what you mean exposed? So exposed is in a sense, you know, when it comes to living life and doing things, they've done more than someone who has been of younger age. And um, for us guys looking at it, most of the times, I think one of the things a guy looks into when it comes to, you know, having a relationship or getting into marriage, you know, 
people always say in society, you know, what do you bring into the table? What can someone do for someone? And if someone has lived a life 35 years and traveled, done so many experiences to a guy coming in, it's like most women will feel like if they're doing something, if a guy is trying to do something with a woman that they've already done, have already expressed, there's not too much interest in that. Who muted him? life and give them the world more than someone who's already 35 years plus that's traveled done all these things and now it's like things that he's trying to do he's now trying to figure out you know what is there left for me to still add value to you once you've already done all these things i mean i would think that that's a very ignorant thing for any man to think of right there's always new memories to be made there's always new things to do I don't care if someone has been to Paris 50 times. You can go to Paris and make your own memories. You can always go to the, you can always do the same things and have different memories with a person. So I think for a man to come and say, oh, she's well-traveled or she's, you know, she has a, a fair of, of, of experience under her belt and she knows all this thing. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to add to her life. I just think it's very ignorant. I think I've seen it from my own point of view, whereas, like you said, going to Paris 50 times, most of the people in that situation, I don't think they're looking at it of, let me create a new memory. It's like wanting to start fresh. Let me go somewhere I haven't been that I can say I've done with this person. And then to follow up on that, like now, like, okay, you've been to Paris. Okay, you said, like, we're just using an example. Let's say, you know, 10 times or whatnot the value that someone would have with someone who hasn't experienced something where someone has already done it, I feel like it's less than someone who hasn't experienced it. That's the way I see it. And for people who have traveled, for instance, I have a younger sister. She travels a lot. She's single for what I know. If a guy comes in and wants to go to Jamaica where she's been at multiple times, she's she's expressing me. She's not going to be enticed to want to do so much in Jamaica because she's already done it. She would want to go somewhere else that she hasn't been. So that's where I'm coming from. I mean, that kind of makes sense. But to me, honey, listen, I'm with someone new. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. <laughs> I have never done nothing before you. I've never seen anything before you. Baby, I'm born again. Therese be like, oh my God, this is my first time. <laughs> it's my first time, but I would apply myself to enjoy, right? Because it's just like, oh, a guy wants to take you here. Oh, I've been there. I'm not going to enjoy it. Or like, you don't even, you go there and you don't even try to enjoy. You know, or, oh, I want to go to, let's go to Mexico. I've been to Mexico four times. Oh, let's go here. Oh, I've been here four times. Like, what you want to, you know, what do you want the man to do? Take you to heaven? You may not come back, but you know, like, you get what I'm saying? So, but in a yeah. situation like that, in a situation like that, you got, I mean, it depends who's paying, right? If I'm paying and then you, and then you over there choosy, yeah, we'll just choose for you to stay home at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you know when I come back. <laughs> exactly. Some of you are dictators when you pay bills. It's not about paying bills. It's about, yo, that's where I want to go. Yo, of course. Are you are you the one sitting at work working for me? <laughs> so better count down that dictatorship thing. Some of you dictators. No, we're not dictators. It's a very simple thing. Yo, let's go to Mexico. Go spend some time. It's not really about Mexico. It's about you and I going someplace to go spend time, right? What if and I you said, go, I oh, no, nah, I've Mexico, been to Mexico. I want to, I want to go to Brazil. 
motherfucker, you don't want pink for the shit? I'm saying, let's go over there. I'm asking you, let's go there. Tomorrow comes, you want you want to go to Brazil. How about you get into your bag and then take out some money? I said, let's go to you know Brazil and see if I'll even question you. That's the oh, difference. Uh, you work the way you work, but to the point of, I think, um, do men specifically go for women that they feel hasn't experienced much worldly things, right? So even if it's like, um, not necessarily with another man, but let's say that you traveled a lot with your family. Or maybe by yourself when you were in university, like is that a problem in in their own sense? Like they want they want to be the reason why you discovered the world. Is that a thing? So in a sense of family, no. I was speaking okay. more in a sense of like you go out with your girls, having fun, doing your own thing. In that sense, if you came from a family of wealthy and y'all did trips. I don't believe most men are looking at it as, oh, you've been exposed because you've done this with your family. It's more of like the time when you were single, these are all the things you are now doing on your own, not without family. And then now oh, okay. it's not like, you know, you go on social media. Oh, she's been at this party. She's been here, concert here, did this mm-hmm. and that, blah, 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 blah. Speaking in that sense. Okay. Understood. So going back to the question, what's your stance on the topic? Um, I don't get involved when people are being commodified. Saying that people appreciate and people depreciate is commodifying people. And I'm not with that in any sense. Be it if we're talking specifically about men, be it if we're talking about specifically about women. Like Therese mentioned, it is a reality. It's a reality that I don't condone. So answering the question for the viewers listening, what are you saying? That's just, that that doesn't happen. I just said this. She doesn't I just have said an it. Answer. I don't condone it. Like I just said, I agree that it is a reality. As Therese mentioned, I don't condone that point of view. Okay, so to that to opinion. that statement, right? I see it in two ways. Um, depreciate, no. Um, appreciate, no. It's a it, it's an individual thing, you know. Like for me, it's an individual thing. You know, what I mean. Um, we all we all were kids at some point, right? You grow up and you go to school and you you know attend education or you go into business, trade, whatever it is that you do, prostitution, whatever it is that you know you do huh? you know, to float your boat. You know what I mean? Like you get that. And then you know, as you grow and you know you're building, you know, you're learning all these different things. It's not particular to one specific group or the other. Some people, some people are are are, are What's the word I'm looking for? Some people are blessed, you know, to be raised in a good family where um, both men and women go to school. Some people are not. Only men go and women do not. You know what I mean? But it's not to get the fact that those who do not could still somehow magically, you know, um, grow up and find education for themselves or trade, right? Or somebody marries them and also put them in a bigger and better, you know, place than they've been in their lives. Um I would say life experiences is solely based on the individual. If you don't go find your own, if you do not go out there and find your own life experiences, you cannot blame somebody else for that, right? Um, looking at that statement, I'm probably thinking that you're saying, probably the, the the thought notion that might be, oh, you know, the woman stays at home, she gives birth while the man goes to work or the man travels and those other things, but the woman stays at home, right? That's like one way that I'm gauging it, but I, I don't want to say depreciate because at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like there's beauty in, you know, in, in, in childbirth, there's beauty in, you know, raising a child, you know, it takes a family to do so. And what if, you know, both parents agree that, yo, for us to make this work, 
you will stay home while I work just because the money that you're paying in nanny might be way too much, right? So the, the statement, I want to say is relative to individuals, not a group, but to individuals, I want to say so. So this is a controversial one, but um, the reality is that a man, a man reaches his prime when he's financially stable, right? So with that being said, you can be 40 or 50 years old as a man and finally get there. And then all of a sudden you have an abundance of options, right? And based on beauty standards set on by Western society, right? A woman's prime is her mid to late 20s, early 30s, right? And all that really means is that during that season of her life, right? She has to be laser focused on picking the right suitor because she has nothing but options. All the cards are in her favor. Typically, once you kind of surpass that age range, things tend to get a little bit more difficult for whatever reason, right? And that's just that's just a standard set by Western culture, right? It's very competitive out here, right? Um, there's a group of college girls that graduate every year from multiple universities. So every year there's 22, 23-year-olds that are coming out of school that are ready and looking for the same guy that you're looking for. Life is unfair in that regard, but that is the truth of life, right? And um, I think as a woman, if we are talking about marriage, right, your 20s really matter, right? You got to do the right things in your 20s, right? So you can be laughing last in your 30s. And that's not to say once you hit your 30s that it's over or your 40s, right? It's just saying that your options are limited. But ultimately, right, there's always going to be a guy that sees you in a light that you want to be seen in. It might not be the guy that you envision for yourself, right? But you're going to find that guy if you look hard enough and if you're honest enough with yourself. And to me, that's the key. What about women? Mm-hmm. What about women who decide to also follow that career path like a man and still have their babies and still have their babies late? Because right now, because right now we see a flux of, of, of you know, women who want to, you know, store their eggs or freeze their eggs, there you, go, you know what I mean? But still yet um, enjoy the sports of life, which... I don't see any problem with it. You know what I mean? Like, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. Also, too, where's the issue in an older woman picking a younger man to marry? Where's the issue in that? Why is it that we can only say, oh, the man can be 50 and he has options? Why can't the woman not be 50 and have options? Younger men, too. Why? Why Why? Why is it not so? Those are very good questions, bro. Uh, we're seeing that a lot in our generation, too. We're seeing women that have chose their careers. Right. So by virtue of master's and PhD programs, student loan debt (laughs) and everything else that that comes with. Right. They are entering the market a lot later for lack of better terms. Right. The reality, though, is that. A man doesn't marry you for your credentials. He doesn't. He actually marries you because, first of all, he's head over heels about you, your beauty. Right. Because intrinsically, a woman is born with value. And that value is how you look. A man has to earn his value. And that's when we start talking about his prime and then getting to his prime and then having options. So if you are born with value as a woman, right, that means all you have to do is present because men are going to pursue you anyway. Does that make sense? Thanks, mate. I have to disagree with something you said earlier, Aziz. Um, you said, oh, that how you do, you know, you have to make it, you know, play your cards right in your 20s, something like that, so you can laugh later in your 30s, right? I 
I that is not necessarily true because I feel like love and marriage is a game of chance. You chance? can yes. Let me explain. Okay. I don't care how well you position yourself or how good your character is and your intrinsic value, and you can be shining from seven mountain hills away, right? It may never happen for you. That's just life, right? And I've known some people who were really messed up in school, and them was the first, the first ones to get married. <laughs> and I'm being serious. Them's usually the crazier ones are usually the ones who get married first. How old like, were they? We were young, like early 20s. You know, they got married then, right? But here's the thing: even in 30s, there's no, there's no, oh, if you're a good girl, you marry first, or someone would see you. None of that matters to me. Like to me and I'm telling you from a woman's perspective. And sometimes I'll be honest, sometimes I look at some people and I'm like, how the fuck did this bitch find love? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm like, ain't no way. Like guac guac 3000. <laughs> you gotta be. Exactly. I probably don't do the twirl, the twirl and twist. You know? <laughs> but I'm just saying that things like this, like marriage, sometimes at the end of the day, the outcome is out of your control. You can be a good girl, you speak in tongues, you have all the right things. If it's just not going to happen for you, it's just not going to happen for you. No amount of positioning or no amount of life well lived or put together will make it happen for you. And you can have all these people who think you have all these options and stuff. And you're like, no, it's really not. And I'll tell you this. There was a period in my life, maybe I was blind, I don't know, in my own world, but a lot of people were telling me, oh my God, I bet people are flocking to your house. How old were you when that happened? My phone was dry. No, no, how old were you when you were saying that? Bro, I don't know, that was like, I was, I can't remember the period, time period, but that was like between like maybe five Five, six years was ago. Was it before after COVID? Say what? Oh, before, before COVID. Before COVID and now, you know. So you were here. Yeah, people would think, oh my God, every time you talk, a girl talk, and I know you have a thousand people on your phone. No, my phone was dry as fuck, like literally. But it's just, it's a perception of like, oh, you see, you're beautiful and automatically you think men are going to flock to you or there's just different factors in play. Are they still it's saying that to you today? Huh? Are they still saying that to you today? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes. As, you as it was in your 20s? Huh? As frequent, frequent as it was in your 20s? What is the question? Yeah, that kind of... um self and that kind of involvement and and pursuit people people will ask you all the time and you know they'll ask me a question are you single that nah ain't no way you're single yes yes i'm single oh you can't tell me this see that's not the point but you know you're telling all i'm just saying is there's just so many factors that come into play that are out of our control not to say that you can't do what needs to be done 
you know, to prepare yourself and to position yourself. But that regards, there's just so much that is out of our control. I mean, I I would agree in the sense that, I mean, it's the men that hold control when it comes to marriage. We have to approach the girl and ask for their hand. But in the situation that you were speaking of, of saying in your 20s, you were, I mean, I feel like the situation you're saying is kind of, in a sense, proving my point, in a sense, because if you're in your 20s and you're saying you're actively out and you're about and guys were flocking to you in your 30s, you're saying you're the same person, but they're not, mm-hmm. then... No, I didn't. I'm saying that her phone was dry in her 20s. Absolutely not what I said. So in your 20s, you're saying that you were active, you were, you know, engaging yourself outside and you weren't getting no intention. And you're saying that now in your 30s. That's completely not what I said. I'm just that using Aziz's assumption, right, that, you know, women, just because a woman, I'm just saying that just because a woman is beautiful and looks nice, doesn't mean automatically that men flock towards her. That's all I was saying. It doesn't mean she has men willing to marry her. That's all I'm that's, that's what I was saying. saying. I said nothing about me or I was just and to add to your point, even when men are flocking, there's still this part of your person pulling up. I am the age I am. I have had five marriage proposals. None of them are even considered in the blink of an eye to marry. So there's also that part of you can have options. But your but your heart is not beating. You're not having that, you know? Like, you don't see yourself with these people. So, yes, yeah, some women have options, but it's not anybody they see themselves settling down with. So it's like she said, regardless of how you position yourself, how beautiful you are, until you meet your person, it's a game of chance. It's, it's genuinely a game of chance. Marjorie, you're telling me five different men propose to you and you're about to turn 40? I'm about to turn 40. Are you? Hello, please. I said I'm in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm yo. I'm not even reached my 20s yet. Calm down. <laughs> okay. So let me <laughs> So you can be in a certain environment mm-hmm. that push marriage, that will position you whether you're aware of it or not, right? If you're not in these environments and you're just out and about living life, right, it's not a thought. There's no strategy to what you're looking for, how you're looking for it, when you're looking for it. Of course, it's a game of chance at that point. You're chancing it because you're out and you're just living. But there are people that are groomed for marriage. There are people that understand that at a certain age, I want to be married because I've seen people before me do the same thing. And my parents are pushing it and my church is pushing it and the environments that I'm in are pushing it. If you don't have the social climate for that, it will feel like chance. As these church people be single low, African women that they groom from birth be single. I think we, I get your point on the fact that, like she said, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't position yourself, but even position yourself could lead to you never finding him, finding him at 40, 50, 30. Do you get what I'm, I think that was her point. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. It's definitely not, um, it's definitely not a guarantee, right? Yeah. Because when you when you do position yourself, you guys still have a laundry list of items he must and criteria he must meet, right? Six feet, six inches, six figures, da 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 da. Heart throb, blah blah blah. So you you might be in a position, and the guy might really be interested, and in he might not be the guy you want. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. So in that case, I mean, I feel and like the crazy part is too, to... like the crazy. Sorry, sorry, Tara. The crazy part too is like, you know, some you know, some beautiful 
some beautiful women want men with money. Sorry, I just had to say that. 99% of the world is broke and people are getting married. I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah, I, I think it's more of just, it goes back on the woman and y'all just got to restructure, you know, what you're looking for in a man once you get to a certain age. If you're saying that you're putting yourself out there and these type of guys are not, you know, coming to you or not what you like. I feel like if anything, from the woman's point of view, you should be asking questions or see what is it that these men want in a woman so that you can prepare yourself and be able to find that guy or know how to cater and put yourself in a position for marriage rather than sticking to this is what I want and you're going through X amount of years for this is what I want and if it doesn't come it's rather the time years is going to keep passing by or you got to switch up your standard of what you want in a man. That, that's the way I see it. And you can also prepare for it. Like one of the things that I hope for for women, especially women that choose a career path, right, um, is that as um, we move further in time, that things like freezing your eggs, having access to um, somebody else to carry your child and what like that becomes much more affordable for majority of women as well. I'm, I'm hoping that that happens in the future right. there's also there's also the part about um god's timing too right mm -hmm. and god understanding that even though you desire this you might not be ready for it and he might be keeping you away from it just because right i mean the worst thing a person can do right is get married because they feel like they're ready for it and not be ready for it and the crazy part about marriage is that um the marriage starts after the wedding not before it so you don't get to see the complete person until after the marriage. You don't get to see the parts of them that they dress up really well until after the marriage. And if you're not ready for that commitment and unconditional commitment, then what's really going to happen is that you're going to end up in your 30s anyway and be single. Or you're going to be like most people that are married that are still single and they play married publicly and hate each other privately. Marriage is not a price. I was about to say something. Marriage is not a race. <laughs> like... Right. Marriage is not um, something you just wake up in the morning and say, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do this shit. It's actually hard. You know exactly. what I mean? When you hear people talk about it or when you see, you know, people, your siblings, your friends, your cousins, you know, all these different people, you see them, you know, you're too quick to like want to jump and judge, but nigga, go try it. Yeah. <laughs> Go try it. You know what I mean? No, for real. Yeah, go try it. Right? So, it is what it is, man. For those who are in it, kudos to y'all. Y'all doing great. You know what I mean? Even if you're not doing great, at least you took that first step. Yeah. So, kudos to you. For those who are, you know, trying to get into it, man. Keep doing your thing, man. You know what I mean? And good luck. And good luck, yeah. And then, you know, for some of us who are still playing tabala, don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll just perfect that <laughs> You know, we'll just perfect our skills and keep it moving. With that so, being said, know. with that being said, and how like marriage is not easy, and especially in the marriage, um, in a household, uh, the next question is: Do women do more now in this generation than the older generation do, including um, childbearing and household duties? Like, you know, the 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 change and shift in generations, our our parents' generation, and how they grew up, and and the generation that we're living in now in the marriage but i don't know no, um i think anything another i think that question is i don't um, think anything here's married right i think you broke up lori can you can you uh, start over 
Wi-Fi is boycotting. Mountain issues. Mm -mm. Am I am I coming in clear now? Yeah, you're good. Don't blame the mountains. Hey, 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 hey! You're 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 in Denver. You don't count. Do women do more now than the older generation, including childbearing and household duties? Man. The questions in the chat is so. Well, what do you? I mean, am I still coming in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I think it's like comparing potatoes with oranges, right? It's different times, different situations. Um, a lot has in, a lot has improved technology, um, uh, 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 mode of life, right? Um, uh, women's rights have even increased, you know, um, in some parts and some sectors, you know, and they're still fighting for it. And like, there's a lot, man. It's just, you know. The one thing that I even ask myself in that, the one thing I've been asking myself days, man, you know, you see a lot of young women these days with no fibroids, like how did our own parents deal with that back in the day? You know what I mean? Like, that's one thing that I'm even asking, like that's what I'm asking myself, like how There's did they do it back in the day? traditional medicine against you know, fibroids. You know, stuff like that. So, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with AK. Um, it, it, it's a different time from when our parents used now men are willing to help out with other responsibilities of the family than they were in past generations. So that helps. Um, and so I think it's it's going to be, it's a relative statement, but still not one, it's not a good comparison. It's just, it, it's a different era, I would say. So. And, and then if we were to, uh slightly change the conversation into women of nowadays in the household and in the sense of generation of what they bring into the house and work and everything compared to the other generation would y'all still see it as apples and oranges or is that a median to where you can now compare i mean that's different that that would be different and i would say yes women do more now not necessarily that it's hard it's harder but women have the opportunity to do things that their mothers and grandmothers were not able to do. Women wake up and have to go to work now, which for the most part, sometimes, you know, older generations didn't get that. But apart from that, I think the family structure is still the same. I think family goals are still the same, you know, may have slight changes, but I just think just for the simple fact that women now have the opportunity to to focus on careers and still have a family or, you know, be their own person and still be in that sense, yeah, but I feel like, you know, the whole family dynamic, it, it really hasn't changed much, you know. The um, if I may, I think it's important that we um, point out that historically women have worked. They've not worked high-end jobs like today where it's like tech day because they weren't allowed in certain fields. But at least speaking from an African perspective in Cameroon, majority of families have always been two income homes. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the access to um, the access, at least that's what the data proves and the access to what's called um, working, for example, could have they could have a business on the side. It doesn't necessarily mean working for somebody. Right. But even things as farming, women farmed, they took care of the farm and helped sell the stuff. So this whole idea that like women have never worked, women 
in a lot of cultures, when you're talking about the, the poverty class, which is majority of the people have had to uh, do quote unquote hustling, demanding jobs, be it from um, being in the factories, helping to stitch clothes up and stuff like that. So historically, that's the kind of jobs that women have done. I think, like she said, it's a different hustle now. I think both were hard because both had to face different difficulties with different mindsets. Women nowadays, I think our difficulty is geared more towards being able to, quote unquote, have it all, right? You had a group of women that fought for your rights to be in these industries and have these positions. And now as a woman, you have to now figure out how to format having the career life, having goals career-wise, and still being a good wife at home and a good mother. So I would say our struggle, it's geared more towards, okay, now we have very big career goals. We want to be CEOs, we want to be business owners. And that in itself has its hardship. But even back then, women still had to work and come back and cook for the family. So they had their own as well set of hardships, if I'm making sense. No, I definitely, yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from. And I agree. And I think one of my viewpoints on it is what I see it. I think as of now, like you mentioned of, having their career goals and people aspiring to achieve more. I feel like now at times, um, women of this generation, they tend to put their careers uh, ahead of, you know, of things like back in the household duties of, you know, childbearing and homemaking than of in the past. Like, as you mentioned, women could still be farming, but they would make sure that, you know, food is done, house is clean and all that. I feel like nowadays, a lot of those duties are now pushed on to if you have money, you have services that can do that or, you know, the man or you guys figure it out. But the woman is not, you know, taking pride in, you know, doing that because she's putting her career first. That's where I see a difference of this generation and the last generation when it comes to working in. Back then, families, back then, what happens? Like, because we need to look at the family structure, right? Back then, be it in America or everywhere else in the world, people were less individualistic. Family was family. If mother couldn't cook, her child cooked. The oldest one cooked. The, the, the mom that's next to the house will help cook that day, right? So I think also you had a lot more of a family-based unit structure with everybody Every female helps the other female out. Every man helps the other man out. Whereas today, a lot of the families that you have are a bit more individualistic as is usually it's, it's just the mom, the dad, and the, the children. The grandmas are not around as they predominantly used to be in the past. Family is not around as they predominantly used to be in the past. So that also makes it... Um, difficult for all the individuals in that household both the father and the mother you guys are you guys both have a point but again times matter mm -hmm. tayo yours is about yours comes with laws there were laws that you know women i mean there were laws that probably prohibited women from really going at it liberalized the way they are yeah. today you know what i mean that there were laws that maybe you know, prohibited them from picking career over family. You feel me? Like the probably rational that say, hey, what the fuck is the point? But and then um majorly yours is maybe you're speaking about, you know, a family in America, but if you still if I mean if you go back to how you always go Cameroon, Cameroon, families there got everybody there. Grandma, granddad, you know, siblings, everybody. Changing. 
even that is no. changing when we're looking at the model how is structure, it changing when you're looking at the new couples right and like i'm saying we're seeing this change of people moving more towards an individualistic way of life right and we can talk about family trauma and all of that there's reasons but that i will digress if i go into that their structures are changing now people are choosing not to raise their kid around family but rather just my family is me my husband and my kids there is that mentality that's also taking over and i'm saying if you're in that setting of course it's it's harder for you now that you have these big aspiring goals to have a career and nobody to help you raise the child. Villages no longer raise children, even in Cameroon. It's not as predominantly as predominant as it used to be. Right, I find that hard to believe, man. Like, you no, know, no, I'm, I'm not saying on, it's sec, majority. One sec, yeah. One sec. I find it hard to believe. Why? Because if you're in if you're in America and you are struggling to bring somebody to help you in a house raise the kid. I don't see no reason why you are right there with all the resources that you need and you still want to isolate yourself and go raise your kids. By like I said, people have um, people have issues with their people that grew up and have issues with African culture and in their families, they have issues with people. And so they've moved to a more individualistic way of lifestyle where they don't feel comfortable leaving their kids around other family members. I don't want to go into that topic because I think it would take it would take us into a different lane. I am not saying that that's majority of people, but I'm saying as somebody who's who who's part of um, a family that looks out for looks out for cultural values and whatnot, that is a mentality that is developing within. Um, Cameroon as we speak that individualistic way of seeing life I mean like I'm sorry to say but I feel like I feel like that data you, you're presenting pretends only to your village since you always speak of your village if no, it's I'm, outside I'm of your Cameroon village as that whole. does not happen that way it does not happen that way I didn't say majority say. I said it's a way of but I'm life sorry to say it does not happen I've, I've not seen that stats nowhere on this planet earth right now Bring it it's to not about stats. I'm telling you, these are government officials that do their jobs and they're saying this specific way of thinking is gaining ground. I didn't say majority of people are living like that. I said that way of thinking, even within Cameroonian soil, is gaining ground. Mm. So it's becoming more and more popular. Please and bring that the data, let's see. I mean, bring we the, can... Bring the data if, about if, the government if we do continue, I can actually bring out government officials here that are working that to speak on that. No, no, you don't uh, have to bring them. I'm when just the, when bring, the, no, I bring the data. I need to, because here's the thing. In Cameroon, it's papers. They don't publish on websites. You know how we work in Cameroon. They do research and they have papers about it. So like I said, if I bring up an individual, he can bring papers of research that they've done. So, we can, when we so, in forward, other words, so in other words, what you're doing is I hear say, it's not you a hearsay. You, 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 you don't want to prove it yourself. You want to bring someone else to do it, but you are the one using your mouth to say what you're Nobody saying. Nobody right proves it themselves. Nobody does <laughs> that kind of level uh, of research on their own. It's always okay, government officials. It's always companies. It's always some kind of organization. No problem. Bring them. We are yeah, I said, I said when we continue, yeah. I said as we continue, if I have the opportunity and I can convince some of them, I will bring them. But that is the fact. That kind of thinking is gaining ground in Cameroon. Is it majority of people? No. Most people still have very, a very family view, family-based way of life. However, that individualistic level of thinking is gaining grounds. I still strongly disagree, but well, sure. And, and it's okay and to said... disagree. We can move on. With that being said, Ababa Aziz, can we get your uh, viewpoint on this subject? 
Are women doing more now in this generation than the older generation? I think women are earning more. And as a result of that, they want to do less. That's what I think. Do less in, in what way? The household? <laughs> Bro, what? In the household? Um, in the household, um, professionally, uh, because you have a higher title and you make more, you have subordinates, right? So you don't have to do as much. Uh, in a household. If a man was a boss too? Yes. Okay. I was just I, trying to make sure that it was not just particular to women. For sure. For sure. But that's another topic, right? Women want to be the bosses of the house now too. So I think I think the woman is the boss of the house, man. If you ask me, I really still believe the woman. That, that's one of the things I agree with. You know what I'm saying? I really think she is, man. We we I'm keep fine. trying to play ourselves, man. But hey, anyways, you're, anyways, you're that's my opinion. I'll leave it at that. You're kind of right, but they also want to be the breadwinners, and that comes with a different level of boss. Because when you're paying the bills as a man, your voice still matters. But if she's paying the bills. But to your but to your point, I mean to all the points that you've been making on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. If you that if you that guy, correct. If you that guy, you know what I mean? You correct. have you have your woman on a leech, same way as you'll have you on a leech too, if you're that guy. If you're that guy, you don't have a choice but to be that guy in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you're not, you washing dishes and you changing diapers, no questions asked, and you're gonna do it with a smile too. You still have to do that regardless. Change diapers, bro. You still, you still have to diapers. do that regardless. I mean, you should do that. You should do that. Man. Yeah, you should, man. You that's should that's, that's that, just proper, man. Come on, bro. You should do that. You need to smell some shit too, so you know what shit smells like. <laughs> or you can hire somebody to do that. If you got that's the money, that's my Jolie's uh, side of the game. She. So wait. Just so wait. Like, so wait. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Right. What? Let me ask you this. If the woman makes enough that she wants to hire somebody to do that, would that be a problem to you? Because I, because I hear it's a problem to most men, to some men, rather. But would that be a problem bro, to you? Bro, that's what's happening. That's what I mean by they're doing less. But what's Everything the problem is- there? You no know, rich people have been hiring others to do their chores in their house forever. There's no problem. Right? There's no, there's there's no, no problem. problem. Okay, 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 okay. I thought I thought you said it like there's a problem. Okay, you gotta be clear. Let the people know what it is. As it is, you can't just throw things out there and no put context to it. I mean, I guess, I guess it would depend on the guy, right? How much he's really bringing to the table, because what that's what really, that that is that a problem? A what is what a problem? If 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 she want to hire someone to take care of domestic duties, is that a problem for you? No, that's the expectation, actually. Okay. But I don't I don't think my wife is gonna have to work anyway. So I mean, I hope that you would want to be a mom and you would want to handle that. I mean, you can still be a mom and still want to hire help. I don't see what takes away from that. I mean, if you're not doing anything else, I hope that you would want to <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what level of laziness are you trying to do now at this point? There's people out there. What if she still don't want to do it? She needs help. No, let me minimize my question, right? Because yeah. to be honest, even if she's a stay-at-home mom, say she has three kids, help is always welcome. Like, okay, three kids is different. Three kids is different, right? Kids kind, is always kind of. welcome. 
because our moms did it and didn't complain about it. But today mm-hmm. is different. But if you got one kid and you're saying you need help, you you you, you need He's a yeah. Not, it's a very it's a very high possibility that someone can have one kid and still need help. And, and they're and they're a stay at home mom. Well, yeah, people are different, and kids are different. If you have a special needs kid, you know, a kid with ADHD, there's all these different things that come into play. You can't just assume because it's one kid, she, she, you know, she, she, she got it. Okay, well, I'll speak for these then. My wife is not working, right? Mm-hmm. Is getting and stays at home and gets to do whatever she wants, however she wants. She will want to raise my kid by herself or she will not be my wife I, I i have a question what do you guys call raising a kid because it's like to me i believe that most women back in the days did not have help because they couldn't afford it because those that could afford it like that the the rich class always had help so what do you because having a cook for example or having somebody that picks up them from school do you consider having those things as you not raising your kid like what's the no, that's I think crazy. I think from, that's taking I, I think raising a kid is, is more in the specifications of of taking care of the child and and not like specifically like all the other duties like being a mother to that child knowing how that child uh, sleep pattern is what they like to eat how the the child reacts to certain things just knowing your child more than anyone else does and also with that also being said that does not mean that oh me as a man because you're not you're not working i'm working does not mean that when i come home i'm still not going to be there it's still my child i want to carry my child i want to hold my child put my child to sleep read them a book like i'm still going to be a father but while i'm at work yeah mama you 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 got that like handle that allowed in this definition of the of your of you lots yeah i don't know I don't know if I can trust nannies in 2023 with everything that's going on. Wait, can you trust anyone with any everything that is going on? I'm trusting the woman I'm having a kid with. So yeah. she better. Exactly. Because <laughs> if anything happens on her Nannies mind, are not an option. The nanny can come, they can come and do that, that, that part of the things for the day and go home. Nannies take care of kids as well, right? So that's what I'm yeah. saying. Are they not an option in you guys' book? Nannies are definitely options, you know what it's I mean? Option, but right? but what but what we're trying to say is what we're trying to say is let's slow it down a little bit. What we're trying to say is there is no reason why you were sitting at home not working. You are not working. That means you don't have a nine to five. That means you wake up in the morning, you don't gotta worry about going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Do nothing. You just have to raise children. That's what you gotta worry about. What the fuck you need a nanny for if you have one? What you need a nanny? Well, for? You you need the nanny for all the stuff that you feel is a drug. Like I give an example. For example, picking this kid up at school. Maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe hey, cooking the meals. You maybe don't, you don't why would you want to do that? No, 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 see, no, see, no, see, no, see. This is a thing, right? This is a thing, right? This is a thing, right? We're not going. What do you mean? Why would we, you not? This is a thing, right? We're not going to fall for the argument. We said what we said. Yeah. Let's move on. We said what we said. Let's move on. Because yes. now, bro, like, like you're trying, like you're trying to find something. You're trying to find something that's not there. I said simple, I'm not. Dog, like, I'm not. Got... Okay, wait. I'm... Why? 
why can she not why can she not go pick up the kid if she's got she, no she, i just said i just said this she might i'm not arguing with you guys about what you should accept for yourself i'm simply saying some women are when they look towards marry a man they want to be a woman of leisure so all the things that they don't want to do she might even want to go pick up the kids from school but maybe she doesn't want to help the kids with homework or cook the meals for the kids and it where just i was just saying didn't we that. say didn't we say for us and I was saying yeah. and I was saying then that there are women out here I'm not arguing like I said I'm not arguing with what you guys said I was adding and saying that there are women because you asked what are you doing why would you not want to yeah be for the woman in our that? conditions that we yeah, make. please let her have the last talk let, let, okay. let her have the last said, please let her finish it the, the point was you said that why wouldn't you like if you're not doing anything why wouldn't you go and do all those things with your kids. Right. My response to that is there are women of, of that marry for leisure, which means that they don't want to do anything they don't want to do in general, not because necessarily they have something against it or they feel like it's oppression, just because they're like, oh, we can afford to get this person to do it. I'm going to get that person. And then while they're doing this with kids, go and be shopping, go and be traveling, or go and be doing yoga. So that's what I was sharing. No problem. And, and we appreciate you that for that. Just to let you know, for that for those type of women, they won't be with any of us guys. Just know that. But they're, they're still getting married. So let's yeah, that's going. fine. But they're not oh, going yeah. to be married to, to men like us. They're not yeah. going to be married. Shout out to the shout men out to them. who actually Shout out to the need. women that can have all their yeah. leisure. And they're getting married out here in numbers. That, yeah, and we never had an argue about that. We were just it, speaking on the women in our... It wasn't an argument. I said oh, I was I'm, adding... Yeah, yeah, but I wasn't the discussion, so that that adding is now changing the discussion. So we didn't. The want crazy to go to part that is, part. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, The crazy part is, is them who is increasing all these nasty sex things that are going on in the world. Because what else are you doing if you if all you're doing is provide if all if if, if if all you do is not providing sex and all these different things for that person? I cannot see now, all the, past that. What nasty sex things? Ah, don't worry, don't worry. Ask, so going you, on to ask, the next you, topic, and, and it shall be told. Um, Let's switch it up. Uh, icebreaker. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming. Where Please is your move next question. Where's your girlfriend? <laughs> Any plans? What's what's going on, man? February's around the corner. Who's Valentine in the first place? Hey, man. Listen, I have a warrant out for that man, and I put a warrant out since you know I started getting into the dating scene. Put an I APB put... out for Valentine. Catch it with beating. Listen, I broke up with my ex one time because Valentine's Day was like the next week. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not trying to buy you shit. I'm in high school. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> You're going to hell, Lord. You're going to hell for this that. This guy. <laughs> I was, oh, man, you different. Listen, bro. I was like, listen, yo, I was hustling in school. I was making my money, $200 a day selling candy. You think, And you ain't doing nothing for me. I ain't about to nah, bro. I'm not about to come to school with this big card, all these balloons and trying to. Fight with all these dudes in school with the big teddy bear who got the biggest. Ah, please get out of here. You know what's funny about thing though is that I feel like the reason why a lot of people just don't celebrating Valentine's Day is because it's a one-sided thing, right? Mm -hmm. And right. women, some women just want to receive. And you have a guy who go, you know, at length and get you flowers and get you this and get you that. And you think at the end of the day, you know, you can just lay up and, and serve the pussy on the platter in a G-string and call it a night. Hell well, no. That's not a gift. Hell no. So 
Matter of fact, that's taking away my energy. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so I feel like if if we as a society start learning to reciprocate efforts on on holidays and things, I think people will appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, 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 a, that's a great point. I agree with that. It's very one-sided. It really is. And it puts a lot of pressure on men, especially when you don't have it, which which was uh, what Lloyd was alluding to when he was younger. Mm-hmm. I felt pressured. Yeah. So and, I removed we, the pressure that I didn't want. Right. <laughs> Dismissed. Oh, just just to, um, just uh, for a quick segue, uh, AK, you mentioned about being that guy. I, I've been doing some research on the streets and uh, I'm seeing some things I'm not liking. So even if you're that guy, you're going to have to reform some things <laughs> because it's not guaranteeing anything like it's supposed to anymore. It's, it's a, it's a, it's the wild, wild west out here. I'll leave it at that for now. Bro, all, I, all, all I'm saying is this, uh, I don't know who Valentine is and nobody should stress me. If I'm sitting in a relationship and you come and stress me about Valentine's Day, that's my, that's my, that's my cue to leave. Because if every day I'm doing shit for you, if every day acts of kindness, you know, um, 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 you know, all that shebang, all that nonsense. And then one day you want to come and give me shit because I didn't do something. Man, fuck you and what you stand for. Get the fuck out my face. That's it. I don't care. Very simple. So in a, in, a, in a kinder way, basically what he's saying is on a daily basis, when he brings you flowers every Monday or Tuesday of the week after coming back home from work and you don't appreciate it. But that one day, especially like Valentine's Day week, he doesn't do it. You're just like, oh, my God, do you know what Stacey got for Valentine's Day? Look at this, baby. Oh, they're going this for Valentine's Day. They're doing this for Valentine's Day. He's basically saying, fuck you. You didn't even show off everything I was doing for you during the entire year other than this specific February of a goddamn month. But all of a sudden, February's around. Now you just like your eyes are really open with this with your binoculars, just looking for something to 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 post. And we are those coming outside of your heels. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And and all those uh, other all that mintong or what do you call it? That that yeah. thing on the side of your yeah. small toe. Yeah. yeah, sweetheart. Uh-huh. You put Calm on makeup down. instead of you looking looking brown. It's white, but you're black. I don't understand. Just cut the Let's flash see. on. Yeah, Put that flash on on that makeup, you see all the details. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you a story. One of my one of my good guys um, on Valentine's Day one year planned the entire day out. Took her on a romantic date. Ordered the limo. Had the flowers, and at the end of it, she said, "But you didn't give me my favorite chocolates." You fucking lying. I swear. <laughs> hey, boy. See, I promise you, eh? I promise you now. The gods that we serve, he doesn't have enough strength to hold you and I in the same car or in the same <laughs> or in the same building, bro. He does not have the strength, my nigga. Like, what? It, it was probably Forever Rosé chocolate, the little chocolate balls. <laughs> See, wow. that's madness. Of course, he didn't get a thing for Valentine's Day either, by the way. Oh, yeah. What? Expected. Expected. You didn't have to tell me. Majali, any any viewpoints on Valentine's Day? Any plans? If you give a man his pussy on Valentine's Day, you depreciate your pussy. It's nobody's business. (laughs) What? I said it's nobody's business. No problem. About Valentine's Day. Yes. Okay, I sent you the the forms on the group chat. 
So you don't you don't like Valentine's Day or you just don't want to tell the no, people? No, no, I said it's nobody's business now. Oh. She uh, might, oh. she might. I think she has something going on. She just doesn't want to expatiate on. I know for sure that I'm gonna receive flowers from my uncles and my dad. Oh, okay. But the part that's nobody's business, it's not your uncle and your dad that's going to be doing something on Valentine's Day. No, you guys going to learn. No, that's nobody's business. That's you guys going to learn to stop feeding the beast. <laughs> <laughs> you have to learn to move on. When Marjorie says no nobody's business, move on. Don't Lord, push, random don't fact. Random <laughs> fact, my man, Lord, what's the random fact this week? Okay, Marjorie, we, don't, we, we won't tell him what we're doing out here in the mountains. We... We oh. are doing we we for who and who? <laughs> I know we spoke French, girl. We we why why we? I do not know you like it. that. Please. <laughs> not the guy put oh. oh Lord. Oh. I don't know you like that. Oh. All right. So random the random fact, random fact of the day. Dang, I had it. Um, one was. Sound, did you know? <laughs> did you know da -da 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 that sound travels four times faster in the water than it does in the air? Oh, really? Mm. Oh. I'm a view. I don't I, know. I the, I'm just waiting for you. I got the I swear, say something. Say something. I don't know what some of you were learning in school. My head, I'm like, how don't you know this? But anyways, let's move on. <laughs> I just wait for this nigga. And um, I, there was something else. Damn it. We'll just, we'll just continue. Because you I had see, You were waiting for me to say something so much I forgot what to say. Look how, look, look, look at the devil walking in your head. Eh? Oh, my gosh. No, no. I said I lost it. I just remember that specific one because I was actually in training. You didn't go to, you didn't, you didn't go to chemistry class. I, 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 I see. Anyway. You know what? I can't. I forgot you were a dolphin. You knew. You know all of that already. You are what a you are what a beast. <laughs> my sign is my sign is the you know, is you know I'm a Pisces person. You know fish. So so moving on to the next topic, um, we have uh, uh, do people actually go on vacations for like self enjoyment to have a good time, or do you feel that a lot of people just go on vacations because it's a trend to flex and show people like, hey, this is what I'm doing, but they're not really getting self-enjoyment for it. They're doing it just to, you know, impress others. Yeah, like actually getting the whole definition of vacation, like actually vacating. I think there's levels to it. I think at least for my generation, you do have a part of it that's like people are influencers. They create content for money. So when they do travel, you have a lot of their travels, some of their travels that are based around, they go there to create content around fun. Right. Mm. So, so they're working. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of ways. Okay. They, so they're it's, not vacating. They, it's work. They call it vacating because they're selling the idea of vacation. Oh, Do you get what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. They're selling enjoyments. Oh, oh, see that, that that's exactly why we asked the question because mm -hmm. nowadays you can never but tell you, what is actually vacation and what is actually work. Yeah. But you, and you still have people. And also one thing that's become very popular amongst us um, is the art of taking pictures at every event or if you're somewhere, not necessarily for just, just sometimes for your own personal, you know, Instagram or Facebook, sharing that with people. So you have people that would take time out of their enjoyment to take pictures so people can see that they're doing enjoyment. And you have people like myself that we don't really 
to be honest, we're not great at taking pictures and posting pictures. So when we enjoy, we enjoy. And when we come back home, we're the only ones that knew we were enjoying. Mm -hmm. It's none of our business. I, mm -hmm. I also suck at it. I don't I don't have a problem with it. It's I just never remember thing. to take the pictures. And when I take pictures, they never come out nice. Are you sure? You got an iPhone though, right? <laughs> but you taking but those you know, the quality of pictures that are taking nowadays is very professional. <laughs> but the, but, you but you take on iPhone. But you taking pictures on trips, Majali, are you doing it for yourself or are you doing it just to post to show others this is where I've been, this is what I've done? Um no, on trips, um I've Vacation. never really taken yeah, I've never really taken pictures. My dad always took pictures as memories and also to share with other people. So it's not a braggadocious thing. It was my, oh, let's, we're creating memories. Let's uh, immortalize them. So it's not only in our heads, but we also have a copy, like photo albums that we also like, we would show friends, family members, other family members that didn't come along and stuff like that. I think some people, that's what Instagram is for them. They show people what they do on their daily lives. They're still enjoying their enjoyment. And some people, they're selling enjoyment. So they're making money out of it. And for my part, most of us that don't take pictures, genuinely, it's because we suck at it. It's not necessarily because we have a problem with it. Like I said, I have an iPhone, but still, I've been looking at my pictures and I'm like, Jesus. You know you know what I, I, I tell people all the time? Before you ever want to carry your phone and take pictures, please just do one simple thing. Take a cloth and wipe the camera. That is 80% of the picture. Yeah, I'm but still, my people have angles. I, and don't then they carry go your and edit it. Are you sure it might not be the phone you have, Majorly? Maybe an oh, upgrade. I have an, I have an, I'm old. I have an iPhone 12. That's not old. You okay. know what they say, right? The camera snapping what he sees. I'm not talking about me, though. I'm talking about pictures of the environment. For yeah. me, I am not comfortable. <laughs> the pictures, the selfies I take of me are banging. I'm talking about pictures of the environment. Like people, there are people out here with an art of putting pictures together. Like, I am looking forward to their next collage. Oh, true, true. I true. do not have... The game out here is is very different. Even food pictures. You see a food picture, you see mm -hmm. the way the food is looking. My own that I took under 10 different lights, you know, they look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you mean. Yeah, that's, that's, it's that's, that's, that's my part. That's my ball part, man. And it's I also intimidating. You don't want to be out here with bad quality pictures on Instagram like that. I mean, you can take pictures. Well, like you said, I mean, you said of today's generation that people feel like the family albums or albums they have in the house, they more put it on IG. I feel mm -hmm. like if you're doing it for yourself, you wouldn't care if you like the picture you take, if you feel it's a 10, but you put it on IG and somebody's like, what kind of rubbish is this? Then that proves the point that you're taking pictures to impress others. If you're taking a picture and you were in China and you felt this was a good view, you will feel self-satisfied by that. If someone now comments and says something negative about why does this picture look like that, if that affects you, then that means that you're posting these pictures to but impress others. I don't That's think people will comment and be like, are you filming with a Samsung 3? Like, I don't think people care. Oh, they will. You, the comments oh, no, are ruthless. Remember, I'm talking about me, right? My page is not public. So the what people that get to see... <laughs> the people that... Go ahead. Yeah, though, so what I mean by that is, like, it's not necessarily, for me at least, it's not necessarily that, oh, people are going to come and judge me because I don't think anybody on my page will care what the picture looks like. It's just I, myself, I'm looking at the quality of what I've taken pictures. I'm like, Majoli, this is not just your skill set. Let it go. 
That's how I deal with the whole situation. Especially when I'm putting in effort and it's looking like nothing. Self-awareness. It also doesn't come naturally to me. Naturally, I don't have fun in thinking, let me take a picture. But I do have moments where I wish I did take a picture. I have a question for y'all. Right. Have you guys ever taken out loans just to go on vacation and get to pay? I'd have to pay back. Hell no. That's some American no. thing. You don't know that over here. Hell if you ain't got it, you better sit down <laughs> and work and save and take that vacation. Man. I haven't done it, but depending on why a person does it, I wouldn't necessarily fault them for it. Because some people really need that escape. Mm. And that's and to me, to answer the question, that's what a, a getaway really is. It's like a celebration of everything that I work hard for. And I, typically, I only share with people that um I've had these conversations with that I've kind of known the journey. So it's a reminder that we've all we're all winning collectively and not just me. Is it to relax? Must you take loan to go to travel? I, I don't know. I mean, it really depends on where you are, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. If, if you, you're staying in the village and you want to get out of that environment and see more, you might have to take out a loan. There's not too many places you're going to see in the village. Or maybe my check is coming in next week. Yeah, I got to go this week. Relax in the village. Sometimes that trip might change the trajectory of your life. What if you took that loan and um, it was guys as a vacation, but you met somebody, the right person at the right time? That was doing something that you always wanted to do, and they invited you somewhere that would change everything. You either you you either know, get you your back blown out or wedding bells. <laughs> T, T, you're quiet over there. I see your face reaction. What 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 are you thinking? I'm just listening to everybody. That's all. What's your what's your viewpoints on vacation I, and then? I don't see why it can't be both. Yeah. Can still enjoy and still want to flex. Yeah, uh, it can be both. I mean, just the mere fact that you can afford to go on vacation, and maybe you are not flexing. And here's the thing: sometimes we think when people post, they're trying to flex on us. No, I'm really not. Mm. I've been through some stuff, and you know, I'm here now, and I'm grateful I can afford to go on vacation. So guess what? I'm proud of that achievement. So guess what? I'm gonna flex. Am I flexing on you? No, I'm not. I'm just mm -hmm. flexing on myself. That's what it is. And exactly. I, I'm a person who takes a lot of pictures. And, and a lot of pictures. Do I post always? Absolutely not. But I believe I'm going to take a picture to remember that moment. That's what I do. But it can be both. And it can be both and have nothing to do with other people. Facts. And yep. like, for example, I don't, uh, I don't, when I'm on vacation, I don't actually post. I post my story, but like, I will take really nice pictures, get dressed up, but like, I won't even post a picture of the vacation I was on until like two months after I'm like, I've been, I came back. And then like on on the other note, am I the only one who goes on vacation that actually like sleeps? Oh no, bro, I do that. I sleep, bro. Like, <laughs> like the first. I was sleep for 12, 13 hours. I'm like, whoo, wake up. Like, yep. all right, cool. Especially I'm the stuff that we have left. Especially the first day I get there. Oh yeah. I don't want to do anything. I just want to enjoy the room. It's, mm -hmm. it's, let me get everything that this place offers. Facts. Facts. You know, hit the pool, 
you know, yep. get myself some drinks, listen to some good music. If I'm there with people, we're just going to kick it at the crib. If they want to go out, y'all go ahead. Yep. Come back with some good stories. But tomorrow is when we get active for me. Like, especially if it's like a three-day, four-day type of thing. Yeah. We got that time. I don't even really call vacations vacations because there's always some kind of element of business when I'm going somewhere. So right. it's just like part of the process. Yeah, tax write-off. <laughs> America, don't do you guys. I know a lot of people go to therapy nowadays and it's become more of like a like a thing now that people are a little a little more accepting. I think this generation has actually made it more like pronounced that hey, I think we should all go to therapy. It's a good healthy thing to do. Um we've already had this conversation on different pod on different episodes where we speak about the African generation and therapy and how they're just like, oh, it's a problem, this, that, and the third. But when, 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 for those who actually go to therapy, when you go to therapy, are you actually um, opening up to your therapist, make yourself vulnerable for the purpose and reasons why you are in therapy, or are you just going there and just like tell the therapist what they want to hear and just trying and, and just saying what you think they they need to hear, and so that you can get some type of affirmation on something that you already know, or are you like actually just like being vulnerable? <laughs> Because, I mean, I I don't go to therapy. I haven't been to therapy before, but I don't know if any of you here on the podcast. And to say, she asked first before you throw your question out there. But nah, <laughs> that's why I asked because I mean, I want to know. I want to know like the experience. I mean, the whole point of going to therapy is to be vulnerable, right? Yeah. So that you can dig and find root causes to certain things. Now, if if you're going to go to therapy and not be vulnerable with your therapist, you're just throwing money away, right? You got insurance. Yes. Well, still, you're, it's a waste of your time, regardless. Like, <laughs> you're taking time right. to sit there, and you're not interested in, in digging deep, you know, and finding those demons. Just don't go, you know. I stopped because of something I wasn't ready to look at, and I was <laughs> Yeah, you weren't ready to unlock certain doors. No, I was not. I'll be honest with it. Like, I, I, love I, I didn't want to, so I, I backed off. I love that. I've never gone back since. No, okay. See, I don't understand why you know, you know what? No, mind. No, yeah, no. Talk that talk, nigga. don't be silent now. You don't understand why people go to therapy. No, no, I do understand why people go to therapy. I do understand that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, bro, like we all we all walk in progress. You know what I mean? There's some things that you're gonna talk about, some things that you're not gonna talk about. And for those things that you know damn well you're not gonna talk about, why keep yourself in the first place? Lock that shit up, keep it moving. And so far it's not hindering your day to day. Lock it up and keep it moving. It's because sometimes, right? Like I'll tell you. Sometimes you go to the therapist and you don't you don't know how that conversation is gonna go, right? Mm -hmm. And therapists are this way, they pull strings. And so you would say something and they'll see a string showing and they pull it, you realize, okay, you're talking on a string that needs to stay talked in. <laughs> That's how it is. You you so, keep it locked in, but they there's a way sometimes she comes up. So you know, so wait, the stuff that you say, right? Have you ever sat and thought about it for yourself? Sometimes you do, yes. 
but you just need somebody else to hear you. Yes, yeah, sometimes you need, sometimes you need unbiased. Actually, when they're out of curiosity, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> That's fair. But, That's fair. But but even that, even I, you... I, yeah, this thing works. My my best friend is my unofficial therapist, right? But I'm like, let me go to someone who went to school who knows what they're doing, you know? But it's different, to be honest. Some of them motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. But yeah. is it, it? But isn't that part of the process of vulnerability when you say that people are pulling strings? Isn't I mean, you, you know that this is something that can happen going in. So it's like, why would you go into therapy with a close set mindset if someone pulls a certain string and you, you can know barely that... be vulnerable in the streets but you want to go be vulnerable there <laughs> you don't know the day and sometimes what takes you into therapy has nothing to do with what you have talked away but she always has a way of coming up that's true and as a therapist they that's their profession they know how to see things that you don't even realize you just you literally just blurt it out and when they ask the question, like, oh, shit, I did just say something about that, didn't I? But like, so I, I know exactly what you mean. And sometimes me, so connected that you sometimes you don't see it in the grand scheme. Mm -hmm. And then you go to the therapist and it's like, did you have some? And someone's like, oh, shit, yeah, I did. And, you know, it's like, so you don't know the day that shit I give go down. So, so, so I guess for the viewer center saying in a sense, let's say someone had in their family passed away and you're going to therapy because you've been dealing with a lot of grieving and whatnot. And your mindset is like, I've been having issues since this person passed away. And then now the therapist now brings up other issues that's not related to the family member. You're saying that those kind of questions, those things are the stuff that can now make you you know, say, this is bring it up because they don't know you. Like I said, your strings are showing. Okay. And sometimes, and you'd say something, and they're trained to look for those things, to look for those clues. That's what they're trained. Mm -hmm. to. And so you go out there, and your ass is showing, and you don't even know it. And she'd be like, "Hmm, let's poke here." Until you feel that cold breeze around your, your, your top so of your butt crack. That's how it is. So. You you kind of open that door for them. I feel like I feel like some I feel like some people just need to go for confession. I will be straight. So they need to go to the Lord, Abby. Yeah, pretty much. Just go, just go confess. You'll be straight. I'm curious. On the call, actually gone to therapy. Has what? Has anybody gone? I to have. I have been to therapy. I think I've told you guys here that I dealt with depression, right? So oh, wow. I was in, um, yeah, severe depression when we had that topic. So I have been, not to therapy, but I've had a mental assessment. And part oh. of that mental assessment is you get at least a week of therapy. Um, and yeah, they know what they're doing. Like uh, Teresa said, they're trained professionals. And their main job is not to give you solutions, it's to help you work through whatever is disturbing you and that's why they sort of had to pull at every string that is showing in order for you to actually sit down and then you guys can talk to it and you can tell them how you're going to it's um it's like somebody assisting you through your illness right mm -hmm. they're not necessarily going to heal you but they're assisting you they're making certain things easier for you to deal with and see through mm -hmm. and, and they're not necessarily not um 
the one at school she's european so they're very they don't medicate you like that like they do in america they really process on helping you build that ability to work through stuff on your own so that you're not a therapy anymore that's the goal because in america they medicate you every five seconds or you have this issue here's your whatever your adrenal say adrenal or whatever they give to people with adhd or severe depression or whatever um but her point to me was my whole session for her she had to analyze whether or not i was a risk to myself correct she had to analyze whether or not my my depression was going to impede on my school right because this is a school assessment this is a school that said okay you need to go and get this and how it was going to affect my school so is this depression going to lead me not show up for class or um throw tantrums pick up fights with people and stuff like that and through that after she did her assignment we had a sit down and she was like when I don't feel fine I'm very reclusive so I don't attack anybody I don't go and look for problems I rather disconnect from the world so that is my main, that's how I deal with my depression. That's how I've dealt with most issues in my life. And we had a conversation about what that means for me and how moving forward, I can work on myself so that I don't find myself to the state where I'm depressed because that's bad. When you're reaching depression, that means you've passed stress. You're on a whole different level of anxiety now that's actually affecting the way your body functions and the way you view life, you know? Um, so also for sure they're, they're very useful and the main premise is you have to be open to it they can't force anything out of you but um they're also trained to be very patient because they know that um a lot of the honesty and openness that is needed for that session c- comes through time how old were you when you when you uh, when you went through therapy ah i was 19 20. Now school, now it's school that landed me with depression. No? I'm, I, I always said the first year I ever got was in university. The way the seat disturbed me. <laughs> the way I studied just for somebody to hand me a, a C minus. The way. <laughs> oh, no, the thing, the way it do me, eh? it was, it was something else. Wow. That I think for the first time in my life, I felt stupid. And that really took a toll on me. Wow yeah i think one, so you know, so, you've never felt stupid again <laughs> no, at all because i had to understand that i'm not great at everything right there are things that i'm going to put my effort in and simply fail and i just have to do better all the time and i learned that and it's okay not to be great at everything it's fine thanks so just to answer the question once upon a time me and um akandi worked at a mental health facility together so mental health is actually like my um, my passion, right? By default. And um, my role at that facility was actually to make sure everybody else was working. So the therapist, right? The the psychologist, the, the licensed practical counselors, any and everybody, the social workers, I, I reviewed their work. So I say that to say that um, I haven't gone through therapy. But because I spent so much time reviewing the work of people that do these things, it's almost autopilot for me, right? So in a lot of ways, like I can kind of like diagnose people without that, without people really realizing it. You know what I mean? So and, and understanding all of that and that level of exposure 
it kind of helps me to do certain things really, really quickly. And I think therapy is a great thing, just like Marjorie was saying, right? It really does help, but it's not for everybody, just like Therese was saying too. And it, it will open doors. And I, I think it's I think it's profound that you actually recognize that you weren't ready to open that door and you said, this is not for me. Because a lot of people just go through the process and then they get to a place where they open a door and it takes them to a whole different place that they're not ready for. Sometimes opening those doors do more harm than good. Yes. Yes, they do. So. Anyways. We're not going to end it. I mean, we're not going to end like this. Um, <laughs> this man said anyways. <laughs> yeah. You don't I, want to end up. I mean, we, we obviously know our Kondi doesn't, doesn't really, they, doesn't, hasn't gone to therapy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This therapy shit y'all talking about, man. It's opening doors, man. I just, I just, I just, I just book a tattoo session and call it a day. <laughs> Pretty much, bro. You already know, dog. You already know. Worry about it. I book a tattoo session, man. Do my pain right there. Let's keep it pushing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's keep it pushing. I don't want nobody telling me shit. I don't like the question like that. So, no, mine was school mandated because my grades, uh, my professor sensed that I wasn't okay because, like I said, I became very reclusive. So the the school actually mandated me to get one. Is that even therapy, or is that, or is that, or is that, or is that by force? No, it's a mental assessment that they say you have to do. Um, it's part of what they call mental um, mental health awareness program. If somebody senses that mentally you've switched, they have to report it to the school and the school then asks you to um, do a mental assessment, which involves therapy for a whole week. And it was a great experience. I think without that, I would have never gone by myself, but I learned a lot. I was going to say that it's actually, um, it's one of those things that is known in therapy that a lot of people that do get tattoos, they get tattoos for a reason. And it's usually therapeutic. <laughs> that was me, my first tattoo. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Play video games too. So most of you wives who take your husband's video games and playing, you don't know what you, I mean, I'm break. You don't know what you're doing. You just Good. broke somebody's therapist right there. All because of what? <laughs> because, you know, you want to be a... Anyways, look, before we close this <laughs> recording, man, I wanted to ask you one question, man. How do you guys feel about the shooting that, I mean, not the shooting, but the police brutality that took place in, in Memphis. I mean, we don't have to go into the weeds of it, but I just want to get you guys' thoughts to that. Oh, please do Thank actually. You, I, on that. I could not watch it. I I was in five seconds and I was out. And I watch anything. I, I didn't have the heart to watch. That is. What happened? Police brutality is a thing. Five, I think it was five cops beat up a a man and he died later, passed away later in the hospital, something like that. They have video footage of, of them, like I, beating the man to a pulp. Ah, no, sir. I, mm -mm. These were black men, too, by the way. These weren't white men. <laughs> I just want to make five black officers beating on a black man, too. That, that was the saddest part because you would think the blackness in police when it comes to like the, the whole justice um, system would bring awareness to such things, right? To like the violence against black people and whatnot. But to then see them, some of them be a part of it is appalling. 
Did they ever get to the point where they told why he was stopped? I never got that. No. So, 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 okay. Let me do something that I know a lot of people is about to come for me. But anyways, I'm going to just say, when I look at, when I look at this stuff, I don't, I don't, I don't look at it the way most people are looking at it. Or I don't feel the way most people are feeling. Right. The whole black man shooting or, or the police brutality thing. That's a given. In my book, it's a given. You feel me? For me, what I'm trying to understand is who paid these guys to do this. See, I thought that too. Like who paid these guys to do this? What? And how did like how? Because there's no way, bro. There is no way you know you have a body cam on, and you tell somebody lay the f down, and you see them down, and you still go ahead and still do that. You see them down, you still go in and taste them. There is no way, bro. And then, most of all, again, I mean, to make matters worse, the white guys who shoot black men, their due process is forever. They have all these different perks. Never charged. But the black guys, how quick did it take for them to judge them? How quick did it take for them to release the, 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 the footage? Something is going on somewhere. Fuck all this. Oh, this Wait, is all. The, no, I'm not looking at it like that, bro. Something though. is going on somewhere. The rules have changed, though. I think because remember after the whole thing, because during quarantine, there was a lot of like black violence, like police brutality going on. There was like three different cases that I know of, um, two involving men, one involving a woman. And a lot of states after that actually made it a law that body cams now are not only mandatory, you can't turn up, turn it off. And now they're considered public records. So I think maybe that's also a part of why it came out so quick, where it was like, because a lot of states actually mandated that after that whole uh, bonanza. Also, I think with their cameras on, I think it's simply because they're used to getting away with shit, to be quite honest. I, th I think when you're used to doing something and nobody's ever questioned you, you really don't care. And I think now in general, in the U.S., we'll be seeing the, the, the consequences of their actions because these tapes are going public in a lot of states. It's not now a matter of you have to go to court and the court decides of whether it's public. It's public record, period. So there's also that aspect. But you cannot negate what's going on in the Hill right now, you know, with, with this guy who... Um, who is just elected into into Senate, you know, the, the head of that, how many votes does it take for that to happen? How many strings that would push for that to happen? Not just that. You see yeah. Biden and all this Ukraine shit. You see left, right. And then with the amount of white people, the amount of white men who, are, who, who have shot black people, I believe they wanted to get black people to do some dumb shit too so it could balance the scale. I'm not falling for that shit. There's something going on that we don't know. That's what the fuck I want to see. So Something you, is going you on think on. that these black men were paid? I think they were paid because there's like, dog, there's no way. I just cannot. I know, I know, I know for a fact that Why? people are cruel. Yes. I know for a fact that people are cruel. Don't get me wrong. But bruh, dog, like for you, trying to push an for you to trying push to that limit like that, mm -hmm. knowing fully well the shit that goes on in the media, and also the, 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 your skin color? Okay. Make matters worse. Oh, I even forgot. Police people go by code, right? Police people go by code. They, 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 um, 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 what you call it? They, 
help each other or they cover each other or they yeah brothers in blue there you go that shit how come these five guys they feel like scapegoats to me they feel like scapegoats to me but anyways hey to each his own i think they're necessarily scapegoats i think it's factual that according to the fbr was it cia that police the police department in the united states is one of the most corrupt of course assistance so i think i think it's possible that this man actually behaved like that but to me again if they did then they we should look into past records it's not their first time and i think it's possible like you said that it was just to prove that it's not only white people that beat black people or black police officers do it too it's a possibility where, where, wherever uniforms are worn there is corruption yep <laughs> that's how i see it that's your wild man but anyways man hey I, I think my question would be, if indeed this was done intentionally, what is the intended result of it? The intended result, I would say, is to show that, you know, not only, like, uh, the police brutality is not only, it's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's not stem from racism, right? Like, it's not, it's not, it's not something about race, right? Like, any cop could do it. It's not something about race. I think that would be number one. And then number two, maybe, you know, with, with you know elections probably coming up soon you know what i mean they'll use these as you know um on, on punch lines as well like the far left or far right might probably I don't, I don't know man but i i really just feel as though this shit came from left like it just phew. like somebody literally planned this shit and said yeah let's just roll these dice right now perfect moment, yeah, let's think, roll it i think he probably saw something that those cops was doing that was dirty in the streets and then he was like yeah i'm a snitch and it was like all right bet see all right yeah y'all saw us gambling and shit all right cool hey yo pull that nigga over bam 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 but anyway that's my little childish ass uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no but that's my childish <laughs> that shit wild man so you if you watch that video hanging together yo send have you guys watched that video, video? Send that video, please. Send the link, the, the link is in the chat, man. You guys should watch okay. it, man. Like, I, like, there are I many not, more man. videos, by the way. If you the guys, punches, if you guys the go kicks, on YouTube, man. if you guys go on YouTube, there's many more videos of police officers beating <laughs> citizens black and blue. And what? And my second question is, what does that say that black men are willing? If this um theory is accurate, right? Because there's it sounds there's some truth to that. What you're saying it definitely does not yeah. make sense, right? But what does that say about black men in uniform that they could do this to a fellow black man? Brother, yeah. That. Well, I didn't see the part whole of the solution. I believe they said it was reckless driving. I saw some of the video. I didn't see the whole length, but that he was, was pulled over for like um, reckless driving, something regarding right. driving. Oh so, my, that's that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, reckless driving. <laughs> It's a reckless beatings. <laughs> but in conclusion, <laughs> final thoughts. Um, Marjali, what's your final thoughts for this uh, podcast episode? Stay safe. Don't give them a reason to be abusing you in these streets. And I hope that as Valentine Day is, uh, as Valentine Day approaches, um, that you give yourself some love. You know, buy yourself flowers. Take yourself out to dinner. Man, I truly just said it's Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, oh, too bad, we man. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's all I gotta say. T with the with the shades on. Too cool for school. Cool with Dre. 
As in dead people. Hey, see ya. Even Ashley fans <laughs> is there. <laughs> you look the way she's rubbing chin, just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Keep rubbing it when hair will come out of your chin. You know, women who have hair under their chin are wicked, right? <laughs> what I heard, what kind of nonsense is that now? <laughs> like, seriously? That's, that's for after the part. We'll, no, we'll get to that. They're witches to their wicked. <laughs> Which the wicked witches? <laughs> Go ahead, Therese. What was your question? Closing statement. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> looking like somebody's auntie. I am an auntie. I know. I don't know, man. I don't have last words. Stay safe, people. You know. I pray that, you know, so you step out. Like, I fear for my brothers, you know? Like, you all, like, it's, it's not a joke out there. So, I hope that, y'all, you know, God protects y'all. That's, that's it. Amen. Thank you, my sister. So Now you guys can begin to start understanding some of the stresses that we go through. But, but anyways, but by this, what's your conclusion, man? We're not going to get there. <laughs> I like this guy, man. He knows how to segue things. <laughs> 2023, the end of the month of January is about to be upon us. Um, the things that you said that you wanted to do, are you doing them? Um, the things that you said that you you wanted to accomplish, have you put those things in motion? Um, how is your spiritual life? Everybody talked about getting closer, right? um in february what are your goals those are the things i want to leave people with and of course thank you for always listening uh thank you for your feedback i uh, appreciate every comment and i appreciate the people in the background too that don't comment at all see you next one ak you might as well just go ahead question i'm closing now oh what oh i didn't know that's how it was going but I, um, <laughs> okay, intro. Your black ass. Intro and outro are different, but yeah, man. Um, definitely Valentine's Day coming up. Don't waste your money. Take care of yourself. Um, treat yourself if you don't got no one out there. Um, you know, take the month into perspective. Uh, similar to what Aziz said. You know, we got eleven months coming up. What are you going to make of this year? You know, um. Who you were last year you know you, there's a lot of things that can change within just one action one motive if you you know focus and put yourself to it so um just strive for you know look in the mirror and see what you really want from yourself and you know just think why not me you know what i mean there's a lot of things that we can achieve out there that people have suppressed or put onto us that oh you can't do this or you think in this family this generation has never been done you know so you know, set high goals. I think um, one of my family members always used to say, people normally say shoot for the moon, but they will say, you know, shoot for the stars. So even if you don't hit the stars, you know, you're still amongst, you know what I'm saying, um, above the moon and you're still in a plateau to where you can still feel successful or feel appreciated and feel like you've done something. So definitely aim high, aim high. Set your goal. Okay. Land somewhere. Yeah, I hope you landed because <laughs> as when you started saying that I, I, all i can see was that white kid and that, that meme i'm so when you when you when you, when you. <laughs>
That's all that I can man see. Said, that man said Valentine is coming, right? Therese was sitting right there, showing teeth like we like like we had dentists. And then the minute I said Valentine is coming, don't waste your money. Don't waste your money. The way her smile faded, <laughs> she was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was priceless, dog. Hey, that was priceless. Anyways, but my lord, what's your conclusion? Or oh, you gave one already? Uh, nah. If you had one chance, one opportunity, would you take it? Would you let it go? Uh, just go by you. You feel me? Shout out to Eminem. I didn't quote that very well. Just like how Top G was trying to explain East M East M M M. Close your mouth. Take every opportunity that comes by to you. Recognize the um, recognize all the chances and opportunity that come by your way, man, and just grab it when you see it. Don't let it flow by. When it comes to finance, when it comes to the, to the beautiful ladies, when it comes to the side side jumps, when it comes to the main jumps, the jumps that you get married to, you know, all that and then some. And, and thank y'all for listening, man. And I hope my voice, you know what I'm saying? Ladies, if you like my voice, please do make sure you let us know, give us feedback. I'm thinking about actually going into the, you know, voice, voice business, you know what I'm saying? Late night with the deep voices, you know what I'm saying? So let me know if you like it. We can do personal calls as well. DM me. <laughs> those those <laughs> jokes that you get married to. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> if the level to these jokes, bro. <laughs> I'm finished. Oh my god. We have suffered out here. Hey man, listen. I don't know if this shit is funny to you guys, like it's funny to me, man. Or maybe I'm just high. Who knows? Anyways, this is PWC Cast, man. You know, I'm here with my lovely crew, man. Baba Aziz over there. You know, Marjorie hiding as always. No, sorry, Marjorie hiding today. Baba Lord over there. You don't want that smoke at the end of the Baba Lord over there. Hey, Chef. Hey, Chef T, man. I heard you went to the gym today, bro. You know, your t shirt is slim. Oh, you know, you show guns, bro. Really, bro. <laughs> Anyways, listen, That's man. where we going, bro. <laughs> this man waited till the close of the shot. <laughs> hey, listen, man. What was I gonna say? Oh, <laughs> Hold this <on>. guy. <laughs> Anyways, man, listen. Um, one of your hosts, Uncle AK. This is Pound One Central Podcast. You know, sponsored by SITM Podcast. Go follow us on all streaming and social platforms. You know, for sh- what the fuck was that? But anyways, listen. Search for the handles. Um, you'll find them. If you cannot find it, listen to our previous episode. If you cannot find a previous episode, don't worry. We'll release another one next week. Just listen to it. It is there somewhere. So follow us. Subscribe. All that good stuff. Man, if you enjoyed the conversation, chime in. All that good stuff. Laugh. Please, laughter is good. Laugh. Laugh. And stop being mad all the time. Then you say you go to get out. Please, laugh. Thank you. We out. around the table sharing this meal this meal I got a piece of mind when there's palm wine oh I got a piece of mind when there's palm wine